Welcome to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Reports High School Football Rewind Show. My name is Wade Bates. The WIAA football playoffs began last night with level one games in their modified four-team playoff format here this year. We'll get to the scores in just a couple of seconds on that. A couple of games today as well when it comes to the playoffs in Division 4 and in Division 5. Again, we'll talk to three coaches today who played playoff games last night. Before we tell you more about that, we need to remind you that the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report Drop shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Best way to never miss an episode, subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. You can also like the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. With that said, let's take a look at last night's scores. Watertown lost their level one game 48-6 to Oconomowoc. The Goslings Caleb Huff hit Oliver Myers on a 75-yard touchdown pass for Watertown's only points. Down in Division 6 last night, Randolph Blanks Ozaki 26-0. Brayden Halfley threw for a score and ran for a touchdown. And Cambria Friesland got a 17-yard touchdown pass from Kobe Smith to Gavin Winchell with six seconds left to defeat Burlington Catholic Central 32-27. Randolph will host Cambria of Friesland in next weekend. Today in Division 4, New Holstein takes on Marshall at Fall River at 1 o'clock. In Division 5, Waterloo heads to Cambridge in a rematch of a game played two weeks ago when Cambridge won going away 43-13. Waterloo head coach Dave Frizzell hopes his squad has a better showing this time around. We're excited to go over there. Um, there were things that we did uh, that really shot ourselves in the foot when we went over there a couple weeks ago. And so it'll be a good challenge for us to, to go and try to play a mistake-free football game and see what happens uh, after that. Kickoff on that one is set for 1 o'clock. Non-playoff games last night. Marquezan falls to Reedsville 34-16 and Dodgeland loses to Partyville 52-14. Fall River Riles game with Iowa Grant was canceled last night. Those are the scores from last night. We've got a trifecta of coaches lined up for you today on the High School Football Rewind. Jim Bilesman from Cambria Friesland is going to join us. We'll also check in with Tom Chase from Randolph and Benji Cambranth from Watertown. That's all coming up on the pod. So, I have a question for all you guys out there. Why is it that I see you hauling all kinds of stuff in your trucks? Lumber, ATVs, furniture, and everything is strapped down tight. Except you. I mean, come on fellas, you're just as important as your buddy's blue plaid sofa. Buckle up! Let's kick things off by heading to Cambria Friesland High School this morning as last night the Hilltoppers picked up a heart-stopping 32-27 victory over a Burlington Catholic Central in their in their level one playoff game. Coach Jim Bilesma joins us now. Coach, uh, kind of a pacemaker game last night. If you had one, you better make sure that thing was okay with the, the victory the Toppers pulled off. I would think so. Uh, the fans definitely got their money's worth on that one. Uh, but... Uh, what was impressive to an old coach like myself was the boys at which our players uh, handled that last drive. And we got the ball back with a minute and six and had to go 60-some yards. And uh, we uh, scored with six seconds left. Uh, I mean, if you couldn't have written a better better finish to that game, especially with uh, the young man who caught the pass. Uh, Gavin Winchell started the first four games this year, first three games this year as our right guard. And then when uh, Griffin Hart, our starting tight end, went down, we moved Gavin out to tight end. That was his first catch of the season. 
and uh, he came through at the right time to have his uh, coming out party. So, coach, to set it up, uh, Catholic Central was able to uh, punch one in, like with one sixteen left, and then, and then you took over. And uh, when you talk about that drive, how much do you practice, like like two minute situations or or, or or situations like that at the end of the game where you have to get a drive fast? How much do you work on that in practice? Well, I'm gonna say the wrong thing, but this year virtually nil because we have so few players that are scrimmage and even our shell scrimmage situations aren't that effective so uh, the kids knew what type of play we were going to run the kids knew um, what we needed to do we had uh, Owen Jones make a very heads up play he got a first down and then ran out of bounds Uh, we had uh, Drake Berini do the same thing caught a pass and knew enough to get out of bounds and uh, so believe it or not uh, we Score with six seconds left and still have one timeout left. Coach, they uh, in, in the, the, basically they're out there and they're doing that on their own. They're they're running their 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 hurry up offense on their own uh, in that situation. Uh, not so much that, that we don't help them call the play, but they understand. Uh, in high school ball, you know the clock will stop briefly on a first down, so they understand when to huddle and when to hurry up and. Uh, uh, I can't compliment these kids enough for how much they've improved this year, but how, also how much their eye, football IQ has been developed this year. Coach, your underclassman running back, Owen Jones, I think he punched three into the end zone last night, and uh, and uh, he, a nice game for him? Yeah, very much so, and uh, it always helps uh, OJ, Owen Jones, uh, when – they key so much on some of our other weapons that it opens up that part of the game for them. Coach, how do you, how do you how do you approach next week's game? You have Randolph on the schedule again. I mean, do you approach it as a championship game? How do you how do you, how are you looking at next Friday night's game at this point? Well, uh, it's I think the WIs terminated a regional championship game. But uh, one thing I do know, anytime uh, you get a chance to play Randolph, it's a special situation. And so regardless of the fact that it's a playoff game, uh, I don't know if we needed that much additional motivation because uh, the first time we played was one of our poor performances of the year. And now we get a chance, hopefully, to set the record right. Well, Coach Jim Bilesma, congratulations on an exciting 32-27 win over Catholic Central last night in your Level 1 playoff game, and good luck next week against Randolph. Thank you. Let's head to Randolph right now and bring in head coach Tom Chase as the Rockets picked up a 26-0 home playoff victory over Ozaki last night. Uh, Coach Tom Chase, uh, uh, happy with what you saw from your squad last night advancing to Level 2? Yeah, yeah, we played for defense. We played really, really well last night, and offensively, good enough. You know, we had a couple glitches, but we're good enough last night. Yep. Now, coach, I think I talked to you last Saturday, just when you briefly had looked at your opponent, and you thought that maybe your defense was set up to stop the run. They had, they had a solid running attack, and is that kind of what happened? Yeah, yeah, they had a back that had over a thousand yards, and we knew he was uh, a really good back, and kind of like the back that we had seen from the military school. And uh, I think we limited him to like 63 yards last night. He was averaging about 170 a game. So, yeah, I'm very, very happy with that. Defensively, we, we did a really nice job. Coach, it sounds like on the offensive side, a couple of big plays got you going early to uh, to get you out to a lead. 
Yeah, second play from scrimmage, uh, Braden Halfley just made a great read and got in the crease, and uh, he scored. I, I haven't looked at the stats at this morning, but I know it was quite a long touchdown. And then Zach Paul, at our second possession, uh, made a real nice cut, and then uh, he was off to the race too, and that was probably 60 yards as well. So uh, we had a couple big plays early, and then we, we kind of uh, st- uh, we staggered a little bit there. We, we were not as consistent as we needed to be, but uh, we did, uh, like I said, we did enough. So. Coach, what has, been, what has made your defense so good this year? You know, we got a lot of really good kids that, you know, have bought into what we do, and each week we come in with a little different game plan, uh, and they execute it. It's that simple. They get it. It's simple. Um, they're able to do the things that we have to do, and they, they understand. They have good football knowledge, and they know what we're doing. So uh, part of it is that uh, all of our guys with, with our coaches have, have done a great job of putting those kids in position to make plays, and then, and then they have. And so we've got some really nice players that have really bought into the defensive scheme and have just executed it really well. Coach, Sam Grieger had a couple more picks last night? Yeah, he did. You know, we, we kind of used Sam more in passing situations because he's just that big, lanky basketball player. And uh, so it's, Sam had limited opportunities last night, but he made the most of it. Sam is just a great player. Uh, you know, he does everything that he has to for the team. Just just an awesome kid. I know that's, that's six on the season, I think, for him. Do you know what the school record is for interceptions in the year? Uh, I think it might be like eight or nine, I think. But I don't quote me on that. <laughs> Coach, you have Cambria Friesland coming up next week in, uh, I guess, level two. Uh, in you know, how are you approaching that? You know, Coach Bilesno says they're looking at it, and the WIAA is calling it kind of a regional championship game. Is that is that how your team is kind of approaching it as well? Kind of like the title on the line. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, right now we know that we have Cambria coming in here, and they're a really good team. They're very explosive on offense. You know, last time we played them, we got out on them early, and then we were able to kind of stay in front of them. And, and we forced them to make a couple of mistakes. So, you know, it's, it's different, obviously, this year uh, as it is. I guess if we need to amp it up and create motivation for our kids, we could call it that. But, you know, right now we, we want to just go and play the best that we can and, and see what we can do on, on Thursday. So hopefully we, we play well and see what happens in the end. Now, Coach, uh, I, I saw a, tw- a tweet out uh, earlier in the day yesterday. got a little snow in, in Randolph. Was there any remnants on the field that by game time last night? <laughs> there was a little bit, yeah. There was a few... Uh, few particles of snow and one thing i noticed that as the game went on when the kids came off the field with their cleats and they got uh the the sod and dirt off their cleat it was froze and like oh jeez so yeah there was the field was a little bit uh it was great though i should say our, our ad mr propson did an awesome job uh, i know he was out there earlier in the day trying to help uh, get the snow off and the sun obviously helped too but uh We've got a great athletic director that uh, got us in position to be able to uh, play last night. Well, so this, sh- this, this should have been a state semifinal week, so not many kids get to experience the cold of Wisconsin out on the football field, so it's probably a good experience for everyone out there, I guess, I guess if, if you don't mind the cold. No, you know, if the cold was fine. It really wasn't even that bad, you know, and I'll take cold over rain anytime, so we were happy to play last night, and a lot of teams were not able to due to COVID situations, so we were just very lucky we got to play. Well, Randolph coach Tom Chase, congratulations on the 26 to nothing win over Ozaki and good luck next week against Cambria Friesland. Thank you. We always appreciate it. Let's slide over to Watertown High School right now and bring in head coach Benji Camrath, whose team dropped their level one playoff game 48 to 6 to Oconomowoc last night in a revival of the old Wisconsin Little Ten Conference. Coach, uh, looks like uh, just looking at the box score, they, they kind of jumped on you early and. Uh, and then you guys just couldn't had to had to play catch up. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, first of all, like you said, it was a, a rivalry that we were excited to play. Um, 
you know, talking with uh, the head coach. I'm hoping that we can continue to play them as a uh, non-conference game, and we're, we're trying to set that up. I think it's great for both communities. Um, last night's game, they were just uh, bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, they, they did jump on us early. Um, you know, our first drive, we committed to the run, and we got down inside the 20-yard line, and, and then we just uh, came up short on downs and, and missed a field goal. And, uh, you know, they they were able to do pretty much anything they wanted, both run and pass last night against us. And uh, we just couldn't uh, capitalize on any big plays or sustained drives. And, uh, like I said, they were just a better team last night. You uh, you did pop a big play, though. I believe Caleb Huff hit uh, Oliver Myers with a uh, 75-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that was a good, uh, that was one of, uh, I mean, we had many good plays throughout the night. That was just, uh, you know, fade out that uh, they, you know, corner and safety both jumped the out and uh, we were able to hit Oliver Myers on a fade. And Oliver Myers is a kid who uh, was a basketball uh, and soccer player um, all the way up until his junior year and decided to uh, switch from, uh, excuse me, his basketball cross country uh, and uh, decided to, uh, switched to football and it took him a few weeks to, uh, you know, get used to playing football. And I thought throughout the last three weeks, he's really excelled and, and he's been a really dynamic player for us. Coach, can you talk about this senior class? They've obviously had to go through a lot, you know, last year's senior class, the t- class of 2020, the last half of the season, but then you get another group, you know, on the football field that, uh, that is experiencing something that's never happened in the state of Wisconsin. Can I talk about those guys and, and what they've brought to your program? I mean, I, I, I think their seniors have done an outstanding job pushing through uh, the adversity of our best season. And, and uh, you know, anytime you can uh, make it, you know, four years through high school and, and uh, probably seven uh, counting your youth program, um, that's a ton of commitment, a ton of hours, uh, both in season and out of season. Uh, I think they've been really good leaders, not only in our football program but our school and our community and, and they're big kids and I'm I'm proud of what they've been able to accomplish you know we talked about last night after the game um, you know I can look back you know 10 to 20 years from now and remember your record you're, you're going to remember the memories that you made uh, on and off the field with your buddies and, and ultimately that's that's what it's all about right and is, is making a positive impact on the lives of other people and, and hopefully as a coach and, and as a player you're doing that every time you step on the field. Well, Coach, uh, you know, looking back now, obviously you know, we've talked about your program, but, you know, as a lot of programs, you've had guys in and out of, uh, you know, quarantine, probably some coaches as well that got into quarantine at some point. Are you still happy that you were able to stay in the fall and didn't move to the alternate spring season and try to play there? Yeah, I am. I mean, I, again, I think uh, I think this was uh, my most challenging year by far. Uh, you know, I was just reflecting on it. Uh, last night and, and today, I think I've coached in as a head coach 119 games and 165 as both an assistant and a head coach, and that's 60 to 70 hours every week of, of teaching and coaching, preparing. And uh, there's no doubt this year was my most challenging um, of just all the adversity we had to face. Um, but if I do it all over again, I would say absolutely, let's play because it's it's a uh, opportunity for these kids to uh have a sense of normalcy and uh again do something fun they love to do and uh be around other kids uh who have a common interest and so uh i am i am i am very pleased that we still played and and 
And despite everything that happened, um, I would do it all over again if I had to. And coach, you guys are choosing not to not to schedule a game next week. Let some of these uh, boys get ready for the, uh, the 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 winter sports season, I guess, with basketball starting and, and other sports, I guess, uh, not too far away. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for us, uh, it's it's best to uh, turn the page, um, try to get healthy, try to get some kids who are in quarantine out, and. Uh, make it to Thanksgiving break. Uh, for us, uh, we start up practice that Monday. Um, I'm going to be a uh, varsity assistant coach with our basketball program and Coach O'Leary, which I'm excited about. So uh, and we got a lot of kids who wrestle as well, and, and I think we just need to uh, get healthy, um, regroup, and get ready for the next season. The Watertown Goslings fall to Oconomowoc in their level one playoff game on Friday night. Coach Camrath, I really appreciate all the, the, the time you've given me. I know after late nights on Saturday nights, me calling you, you know, but sometimes before eight o'clock in the morning, probably not easy, but I appreciate the time and allowing us to, uh, to talk about Gosling football. Well, absolutely. Thank you for uh, all your coverage and everything you're doing for the sport and all the sports as well. I really appreciate it. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question, being a teenager is tough. And what do Wisconsin's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! <laughs> Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. That's going to just about do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Reports High School Football Rewind. My name is Wade Bates. Again, we need to thank the coaches for joining us today. Watertown's Benji Camrath, Randolph's Tom Chase, and Cambria Friesland's Jim Bilesma. If this was your first time listening to the show, really does us a favor if you subscribe to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on your favorite podcasting site. If you do that, uh, you'll never miss an episode. We have them every Wednesday and Saturday during the prep sports season. Also, like us on Facebook and uh, give us a follow on Twitter. Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Until Wednesday, my name is Wade Bates, and this is the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.